0: and welcome to the first ever episode of the Luna's Galaxy Podcast. My name is Emily, but you can call me Emmy or Luna, and I'll be the host of this show. So, this is the first ever episode. I, okay, so for those of you that know me, whether on Twitter or on Twitch, you might know, you might not know, Um, I actually used to be on this little podcast called Kingdom Hearts Union. I was a co-host for a while, but it's been a hot minute since I've done that, (laughs) And I've been thinking, okay, so lately I I got a new job and I work in an office. This is a new thing for me. I'm used to working retail, used to doing customer service, but um, I got this new job and I'm just able to listen to podcasts and like listen to music as I work. And so I've been listening to podcasts a lot more recently. Um, I always have, usually when I'm like grinding in video games, but I've been listening to them more lately and I, I guess this is why the idea has come to me. (laughs) I've always wanted to do a podcast, but I never really knew what I wanted to do. So Kingdom Hearts Union was a lot of fun for me. I got to talk about Kingdom Hearts, but um, obviously there's a lot more to me than just Kingdom Hearts. And I remember when me and Brandon would record um, episodes for Kingdom Hearts Union, the ones that I would enjoy the most were usually the ones where we would talk about other games. I mean, I I love Kingdom Hearts, you guys know this. (laughs) But um, it was always a lot of fun... Um, I remember there's one episode where we just talked about like our game recommendations and we talked about like the Oxa series and Persona and stuff. And I want to do something more like that. I want to talk about whatever the hell I want <laughs> and not be uh, limited just to, you know, Kingdom Hearts or Final Fantasy or whatever it is. And so this is really just something for me to talk with you guys. And another big reason why I decided to do the podcast was because I share a lot of my thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts. (laughs) I love talking about video games. I love discussing them with other people, and, you know, on Twitter, I do talk about my thoughts on video games a lot, but, you know, there's a character limit on Twitter, and it's really hard to kind of go in depth about stuff, and, you know, it can just be a bit difficult sometimes, and so, you know, there's reason number one. reason number two is that I do talk a lot on Twitch also I'm a twitch streamer for those of you that don't know I stream on Twitch at Amy Luna games and I do talk a lot on Twitch when I'm streaming but the thing is is that because it's live it's not always the most structured it's not always the most coherent so <laughs> you know it'll be like I'm playing like the Sims and then suddenly I go on a rant about like persona and it's just it's very unorganized very you know, in the moment. And so my thoughts aren't always expressed (laughs) correctly, I guess is the right word. And I know a lot of people also just can't watch Twitch live. So, you know, people might want to hear my thoughts, but they can't be in all my Twitch streams. (laughs) And I'm kind of the same way. I just wanted to make this podcast to share my thoughts with you guys and talk about the things that I love In a format that works. And, you know, I've also thought about making YouTube videos back in the day, but I'm not the best, uh, video editor. So, you know, I figure a podcast structure is going to do better just for me personally. So bear with me. This is obviously my first time ever hosting a podcast. Like I said, I have done podcasts before, but this is like new territory. I don't have anyone to like bounce off of. (laughs) So, you know, the first few episodes of this might be a bit, um of a mess just to uh keep it keep it uh what's the word I don't know see this is what I mean this is what happens when you record a podcast and you're like trying your best but it's just it's something new so please bear with me I really appreciate you guys I'm so grateful I asked you guys on Twitter like hey would you guys be interested at all if I made a podcast and so many of you liked that tweet and like added me saying like yes of course I listened and I'm like "Ah." (laughs) people care about Say, and it's just really cool. And I'm so so appreciative of everything you guys do for me, of your support, it really means the world. (laughs) So, thank you so much. Um, so the structure of this podcast so, what I have planned right now, and obviously, this is only the first episode, uh, things can be bound to change and grow and evolve, and that's what I expect. But for now, the structure of the show that I have set out is I want to talk about gaming news. And this is really only going to be gaming news that I find interesting, (laughs) because it's my podcast. So we're not going to be talking about, like, every single thing uh, that's happening in the gaming world. There are other podcasts for that. (laughs) But I want to talk about things that, you know, personally interest me, that I think might personally interest you. Um, And I'm also going to be talking about what games I've been playing, some of my thoughts on them. And then there's going to be a topic of the show, which... Uh, This kind of just depends on how long the other two segments are, but I want to do a topic of the show. There isn't going to be one for this episode, I think, unless I'm, like, recording, and then I'm like, oh, shit, this is, like, really short. (laughs) But um, I think the gaming news and what I've been playing will be uh, pretty long this episode. So uh, there will be a topic of the show every now and then where those are going to be not scripted, but my more in-depth thoughts about things that, you know, I might not be able to get across properly on Twitter and Twitch. So I do have some ideas planned for the future, but, you know, you'll, you'll find out when the times, right? <laughs> then the other segment I have planned out is questions, and I'm not 100% sure how I want this to work yet, so, like, please give me all your feedback. <laughs> Once you finish listening to this episode, please give me, like, so much feedback, because I need it. But basically, the question segment, so if you guys want to ask me questions or some of my thoughts about video game stuff, uh, that's cool, but I also think it'd be cool to ask you guys questions, and that's kind of what we're doing for this episode. I asked you guys a question on Twitter the other day, and I want to talk about it. (laughs) So, you know, questions is kind of vague right now, um, because I like asking you guys questions and, like, discussing your guys' response, but I also, you know, if you guys want to ask me questions, that's cool, too. (laughs) But we'll just see. We will see how this podcast grows and evolves, but yeah, I hope that made sense, I hope, I hope you guys are going to enjoy this podcast, (laughs) but anyway, I think I've gone over everything that I plan to, so let's move on to the next segment, so this is the gaming news segment, and what I want to talk about this week, I also, I don't know how long, (laughs) I don't know how often I'm going to post, whether it's going to be once a week, once every two weeks, we'll see, we'll figure that out later, um, This is the first episode, just bear with me everyone. (laughs) I'll keep you updated on Twitter, don't worry about it. But, um, I guess for this week, for this episode, we're gonna be talking about I, the Somnium Files Nirvana Initiative. That is the gaming news this week, and if you follow me on Twitter, (laughs) you have probably seen how excited I am about this. I am so excited, I am so hyped. This is, like, the happiest I've been over a game announcement, I think, since, like, Final Fantasy VII Remake got like, announced. So, basically, over the past week, I believe it was on Monday, Spike Chunsoft, they are the publishers, developers, whatever you want to say, of, uh, Zero Escape, well, they didn't publish Zero Escape, but they developed it. Okay, anyway, uh, Danganronpa, Zero Escape, I, The Files, I think they do Steins Gate as well, um, basically, they do a lot of visual novels, and Spike Chunsoft posted this link on Twitter, and I think they did on Instagram, too, and it was Nine Eyes TV and it was basically this website where there was like nine puzzles that you had to solve and then you would like get a passcode that you could put in and it basically once you solved the puzzle you got the answer was nirvana initiative you put that in the website and then it led you to a countdown and the countdown ended on wednesday it ended on wednesday and oh my god i was at work (laughs) I was at work when the countdown ended. I was also at work when the website first dropped. Um, I did not get as much work done those days, because um, I was on Twitter screaming. But, um, I was at work when the countdown ended, and I was, like, viciously refreshing the website, and I don't know if this happened for anyone else. I don't know if it was just because I was on my phone, or just, like, I was using data and not Wi-Fi. I don't know. I don't understand. But, um, I was on the website... And it was just, like, the countdown kept, like, it would go to zero, but then it would, like, go to, it would, like, restart at, like, 10 seconds and then count down again. And I was, like, why isn't this working? So then I just exited the website, and then I was, like, refreshing Twitter, like, what, what is this? What is happening? And then I saw the PlayStation account, uh, the PlayStation Twitter account tweeted out, uh, I, the Somnium Files Nirvana Initiative, and it was, like, a picture of Mizuki. And I was, like, oh, my God. I was so happy. (laughs) i was so happy um i was freaking out and then uh i don't know if it was a few minutes later but uh not long after that some people were tagging me in the trailer for it because i didn't know there was a trailer (laughs) because the website wasn't working for me so when the countdown ended it showed you uh, the trailer for i the somnium files nirvana initiative and people were tagging me in it it was like posted on youtube and the trailer we need to discuss the trailer okay (laughs) So the trailer starts off with. Okay, so if you played Addsomnium Files, the first one, you'll kind of recognize uh, where it is. It is, it's like the. What's the word? The warehouse? It's like right outside of the warehouse, I think is what they call it. Where uh, there was like a Somnium there. It's where uh, the big thing happens at the end of the game. Um, so that. You, you see that area, right? <laughs> And you can hear Mizuki, like, humming Invincible Rainbow Arrow. She's like, "Mm -hmm." like, she's humming. And it's, like, it's, like, panning up. So, it's, like, at her feet. And it's, like, panning, the camera's panning up so that we can see Mizuki. And as it pans up, you start to hear zero escape music. (laughs) You start to hear uh, 999 specifically. You start to hear 999 music. And when I tell you... (laughs) When I heard that music, my heart like dropped to my chest. <laughs> like, oh my god, it was. It, I was feeling things. I was feeling things. Okay, because uh, prior, prior to uh, the announcement, we had kind of been theorizing on Twitter about like we all kind of assumed it was going to be I the Somnium Files, but there was also a small part of me. There was a small part of me that was like, what if this is, like, connected to Zero Escape? Like, what if it's a crossover between Zero Escape and I, the Somnium Files? Because, like, it, do- it could happen. It's Uchikoshi, so I think that anything could happen, right? And my reason for thinking this, there's a few reasons. Uh, first reason is that it was Nine Eyes TV. And when you hear eyes, you think of I, the Somnium Files, obviously. But nine. When you hear nine, <laughs> you think of Zero Escape. Uh, especially with how this website was. And my other reasoning was that the website first went up on Monday, which was actually the five-year anniversary of Zero Time Dilemma, which is the third Zero skip game. And so I was like, this is suspicious. (laughs) This is very suspicious behavior. They could have chosen any day. They could have chosen any day to post this, and they chose Zero Time Dilemma's five-year anniversary. I see you. And, um what was my other reason i had another reason and now i'm like blanking and i forgot oh yeah so the website if you were uh in the zero escape fandom or like just keeping up with it back before zero Times limit came out before it was even announced um you'll know that access games at the time they're they're the publishers of the zero escape series at least they used to be and um they, very similarly to the Nine Eyes TV thing, they posted a website one day on, like, Facebook and Twitter and stuff, and it was called For Infinity, <laughs> and if you were following that at the time, you will know that the energy was just so cool. <laughs> so, For Infinity was this website that Axis Games posted up, and I remember at the time, people were speculating if it was about, um, you know, the third ZeroScape game, or if it was about I think it's called the Infinity Series. It was another game that Uchikoshi did. I think it's, like, Ever17 was one of them. I'm I'm not sure. I haven't played those games. I don't know much about them. But that was another thing that people were speculating about, I remember. And um, it's very similar to this one. It lasted a lot longer. So, basically, I think I think for infinity started off as, like, a countdown. But then when the countdown ended, they just started adding, like, new words to the website. I don't remember it entirely well. But um, I remember... Like, they're, like, it lasted for months. <laughs> this website, 4Infinity, lasted for months. So I'm very glad that uh, Nine Eyes TV did not last that long. It was only two days because I don't know if I could handle... <laughs> I don't know if I could handle that again. But 4Infinity was very similar to Nine Eyes TV. They would, like, update it with new words uh, every few days that, like, related to the third Zero Escape game. We didn't know it at the time. But, like, uh, I remember, like, Ice Cream was on the website because Eric, like, worked in an ice cream shop in Zero Time Dilemma. Firefighter showed up on the website because Carlos is a firefighter. Uh, CQD was there for, uh, C-Team, Q-Team, and D-Team, respectively. And it was, it was just a really cool time to be alive. And the feeling that Nine Eyes TV gave me when that website went up, it was, I felt like I was reliving For Infinity in, like, the best way possible. It gave me all the good feelings. I was very hyped very very excited and yes yeah, so that was my reasoning i was like this is suspicious like obviously it's probably on files like that it's not too hard to figure that out and i think um like data miners found that at the end of the countdown it was going to lead to a website that was called like i nirvana and so at that point like we knew it was going to be i related but i was still like i feel like this could be zero escape i feel like it could be a crossover And so when I was watching the trailer and I heard the zero Escape music, I was, it it was a very, um, special feeling in my heart. I was like, like, it's hard to even describe. I was just so like, oh my God, is this happening? And I have not had that feeling watching a game trailer in so long. And like, I was at work and I was just like trying not to cry. (laughs) I was at work just like at my desk, like I should have been working and i'm just watching this trailer and i heard the zero skate music and i just have like tears in my eyes (laughs) but um anyway then you find out in the trailer that oh it's just mizuki mizuki's just playing 999 on like her vita or her switch i don't know which also by the way um when i was watching this i was like are they gonna port the nonary games to switch because it looks like mizuki's playing on a switch and like i think the nonary games did come out on vita so like it's probably that and not switch but, like, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the Nonary games to be ported to Switch. I've been waiting for this pretty much since I got a Switch because I w- I would buy the games again. What can I say? Honestly, it doesn't even have to be the Nonary games. It can just be Zero Escape Trilogy. Just throw Zero Time Dilemma in there and then we got all the games on Switch. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> I will buy it. I will gladly purchase and play those games again. I love them so much. But, um, anyway... So you see Mizuki, she's playing 999, <laughs> she has good taste. And then you see Aiba, and she's like, Aiba's like, Mizuki, like, we have to get to work. You can't just be playing games all day. And uh then we see that Mizuki has Aiba like in her eye. And so like when I was watching it, I was like, How's Aiba here? <laughs> like, I assumed it would be something like the very end of I, the Somnium Files, which I'm not gonna spoil if you haven't played it. Um But, like, there is a way for other people to see Aiba by the end of the game. And I was like, are they just gonna, like, is that all that's happening? But then you see that Mizuki actually has Aiba in her eye. So, in my mind, I'm like, what happened for Mizuki to lose an eye? Like, I I, I just wanted, I'm really curious to see um, how they explain how Mizuki ended up getting Aiba in her eye. Yeah, I'm super duper excited. There is a collector's edition for I The Somnium Files Nirvana Initiative, which I haven't been able to get yet. I think pre orders are up on Amazon America or United States. I don't know what you want to call it. And I'm just waiting for them to go live on Amazon Canada because Spike has actually uh, confirmed that there will be Canadian pre orders on Amazon Canada and EB Games. And I think they also confirmed uh, stuff for Europe as well. Because I was getting nervous. I was like, I really want this collector's edition, but I refuse. I refuse to order off of uh, Amazon America. Because the last time I did that, it was for Zero Time Dilemma. (laughs) If anyone remembers when Zero Time Dilemma came out. um, I pre-ordered it on Amazon America because I wanted the the, uh, watch bracelet that came with it. And basically what happened was, I think there was like manufacturing problems with the watches. And I think I didn't end up getting the game until, like, late July. The game came out June 28th, so I didn't get my actual physical copy of the game until, like, a month later. And then the watch ended up shipping separately on, like, the end of August, I want to say. So I was like, I don't want to relive this. (laughs) So I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I'm just going to pre-order off of Amazon Canada whenever that happens. So I'm still waiting for that. But, um, I will gladly pay for it. It comes with an art book again and a soundtrack again, which is really cool. I really like my, uh, the first Somnium Files. I have the collector's edition for that, and I really love it. And I'm really excited for the figure. (laughs) Um, I think it's gonna be an Aiba figure. But part of me would rather if it's Mizuki, but I think it's gonna be Aiba. But I'd rather Mizuki. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I think that about covers it for I, the Somnium Files Nirvana Initiative. I'm sure I'll be talking about this more as more information comes out. Uchikoshi's been tweeting about it a bit. And there's been some tweets that have made me, like, a bit suspicious. Just with, like, how they're doing things. Because he was saying, like, you don't have to play the first Eye to understand the second, which is a good thing. I think that's a good thing. But I'm just really curious to know um, how it'll work, how this game is going to go. Uh, The premise of the game... And I should probably I probably should have pulled this up. <laughs> I probably should have pulled this up beforehand, but it's something about um like six years ago, like half of a body was discovered. Half of a body was discovered. And but then six years after that, the second half of the body is discovered, but like it looks like it was alive not too long ago. Like it's really weird. It's a really weird premise. Like it's even weirder than the first I The Somnium Files. So I'm very curious to see. <laughs> um, how it will play out, but, um, I'm so excited, this is, you guys know how cheap I am, you guys know (laughs) that I don't like buying games day one, because, um, games are expensive now, um, but I will gladly pay, I don't know how, uh, expensive the collector's edition is going to be, Canadian dollars, I'm thinking it's probably going to be around $150, but honestly, I don't mind paying, (laughs) because I know I'm going to love this game, it's probably going to be my game of the year for 2022, and, um, I'm gonna love it. <laughs> I'm gonna love it, so I don't mind paying the money. So I'm very, very excited, you guys. If you haven't already played uh, the first *I, the Somnium Files*, it's on sale right now. As of the time that I'm recording this, it's on sale on Steam. I think it's like 60% off. But it does go on sale quite frequently on like PSN, Steam, the eShop. You can play it there. It's a very good game. It's my game of the year for 2019, actually. Which should say something, because Kingdom Hearts 3 came out that year two. Um, the story is just phenomenal. If you haven't played an Uchikoshi game yet, you really gotta get on it. Whether it's like, whether it's the Zero Escape series or Isomnian Files, you gotta get on it. <laughs> Team Zero Escape is just phenomenal at what they do. Uchikoshi's scenario writing is just- it's so good, you guys. And if you're at all into, like, mystery or, you know, multiple timelines is a really big thing that pretty much all Uchikoshi games have. You will really like his games, and even though the premise of a lot of his games uh, is more like horror, mystery, dark themes, <laughs> the games are also really funny, which I appreciate, you know, because sometimes it can be a lot to handle when you're like, oh, everyone's dying around me, but um, there's a lot of humor, and the characters are really good, too, so uh, if you're at all interested, please pick up I, The Somnium Files. Um, it's a visual novel, adventure adventure game whatever you want to call it and it has some really good music too the voice acting is really good too so just trust me (laughs) just trust me and play i the somnium files i'm literally begging you i'm probably gonna do a giveaway for it at some point but i might wait until it's kind of close to the release of the of the second one because i just did a giveaway for zero Escape* games so we're gonna wait a bit but i do want to do that at some point because i just i want more people to play it (laughs) I want more people to play my favorite games. I will literally buy them for you. But anyway, I think that about covers the gaming news segment for this episode. So now let's talk about what I've been playing. So I've been playing a lot of the Persona dancing games. So they were on sale recently. Uh, I think I paid like twenty two Canadian dollars for like three games, which is a fucking steal. Um, so I played the Persona Four dancing game first because I'd already played it before. I was like, you know what, we're just gonna get the easy, easy platinum. So I replayed that. Really loved that. (laughs) You know, not really much to add since I last played it. Um, And then I played the Persona 3 dancing game. Actually, I should start over. I started playing the Persona 5 dancing game first. (laughs) That's what I started doing. But then I got to... I was playing it and I got to this one... This one... Okay. So they have, like, music videos for some songs in the Persona 3 and Persona 5 dancing games for, like you know, the boys in the Phantom Thieves, and the girls in the Phantom Thieves, and the guys in uh, C's, is that what they call it, C's? Um, and the girls in C's, and, um, I was playing the Persona 5 one, and when I got to the girls, the girl Phantom Thieves music video, I was very upset. (laughs) Um, if you have played the Persona dancing games, you might know what I'm talking about, but, um, basically, okay, Persona 5 girls, characters the whole cast they're all teenagers we all know this right they're in high school they are high schoolers futaba is like 15 i know some of them are a bit older i think makoto might be like 18 but still they are high schoolers okay let's just let's just get that out of the way right now they're all high schoolers and um oh my god the persona 5 girls music video just watch it and like look at the youtube comments because i think the youtube comments really uh exemplify Why I hate this so much. (laughs) Basically, they look like they're at a strip club. These are teenagers that look like they're at a strip club. That's what the music video looks like. Like, they have on, uh, these outfits with, like, the fishnets. And, like, fishnets aren't inherently, like, bad. But, like, you just, you know. And they have these outfits. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's just so bad, you guys. And the outfits aren't even nice. You know what I mean? Like, maybe if they were a bit more well-designed, I'd be a bit less, less harsh on it but, like, they're not even pretty, they're not even good, (laughs) so it's just, like, really, and, like, the way that they're dancing, like, they're in cages at one point, and I'm just like, you're 15, (laughs) like, I have a lot of issues with Atlas, which I will probably eventually do a whole ass podcast dedicated to my issues with Atlas, but, um, I I, I just got really upset when... (laughs) When I was playing uh, the Persona 5 dancing game. And then I was subjected to that. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a break from this game. And I'm going to start the Persona 3 dancing game. And then I really enjoy the Persona 3 dance game. I have no issues with that. The girls music video for that is almost like an idol. It's like in the style of an idol. It's really cool. I really love it. The music is also really great. Same with the guys music video in Persona 3. It's almost like a fucking, like a K-pop boy group. It's really cool. I really love the Persona 3 dance game. The remixes are really good. I think... We'll get to this topic, actually, later about the Persona music. (laughs) But, um, the remixes are really, really good. Um, I only played a bit of Persona 3 Portable a few years ago, and the music never really stood out to me. It wasn't my favorite. Um, you know, I can vibe to some of it, but, like, it wasn't getting stuck in my head in the same way that, like, when I played Persona 3 Fez it was, or, like, Persona 4, but playing the Persona 3 dancing game, the remixes, all of my favorite remixes in the game are from Persona 3 Portable. So, like, uh, what's it called? Wiping All Out, I think is what's called. Um, the remix for That's Really Good. Time Remix. What's the other one? Way of Life Remix. Like, those are so good. Those are my favorite songs in the game, but there's also, uh, a few other ones that are really good. A few other remixes. And, I mean... Are there really spoilers for Persona dancing games? I don't know. But spoilers, question mark? Um, The final dance for the Persona 3 cast. So it's like this big group dance. Everyone's in on it. It's a lot of fun. Is uh, Burn My Dread, which is perfect. That's one of my favorite songs from Persona 3. And it, it it's just so good. Like, I was so hyped up <laughs> when I unlocked it. And I was like, yes! Like, this is the final song. This is the group song, is Burn My Dread. And it's just, I love it so much. <laughs> So, if you like rhythm games at all, in Persona, I do recommend those games. They're really good rhythm games. The music is really good. There's also, like, social events, I think is what they're called, where basically with each character, as you, like, progress through the game, you unlock more stuff. You unlock these social events. And I really love the Persona 3 characters. Like, replay- not replaying, but, like, just playing um, Persona 3, dancing in Moonlight, I was like, "Oh my god, I want to see these characters again. I want to go back to Persona 3, but I've, obviously I obviously have a backlog. There's a lot of new games that I have to get to, but oh my god, I miss Persona 3. I want it. I want them to remake Persona 3. I'm probably going to make an entire podcast episode about it at some point because I have a lot of thoughts on it. But um, you know, seeing these characters in these newer graphics and, you know, just listening to the music of Persona 3 again. I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> I miss them. I want to see more of them. I think that Persona 3 is slept on a lot. Like, out of the sort of big three Persona games, 3, 4, and 5, I I wish Persona 3 got more attention, but I realize why it doesn't, because there are a lot of issues with it, and it's the least accessible out of them all as well. So, I do understand, but I would just love if if they remade it. And I remember, actually, back when Persona 3 and Persona 5 Dancing Games first came out, There was a lot of rumors of, like, are they doing a Persona 3 remake? Because, like, they obviously have assets of it. They obviously, (laughs) like, they have these new character models. They modeled a lot of the areas in the game. And so it's like, are you going to remake it? Because I would buy it. I would buy it. And I remember um, back... I don't remember when this was, but Atlas was like putting out surveys basically asking people of like what games they would be interested in buying. And I think Persona 3 remake was on there. I could be wrong about that, but I do like they are aware so please like please and like Atlas is always so shocked. I probably I could have talked about this in the gaming news section as well actually, but like Atlas is always so shocked when their games sell well like, it recently came out that, um, Persona 4 Golden on Steam has sold 900,000 units, which is a lot. That's a lot for a re-release of an older game on Steam. That's, that's incredible, and I think, uh, Persona 5 Royal did, like, 1.5 million or 1.8, it's something like that, and Scramble did really well as well, so it's, like, people like your games, like, I don't know i hope that they see how well persona 4 golden did on steam they're like you know what put persona 3 fez on there put persona 3 portable on there or just remake them (laughs) i i would personally prefer a persona 3 remake over a remaster of like either of the versions of it but um oh my god like they're always so shocked they're like we never expected it to sell this much and it's like bro just just port your games to new consoles like imagine if they put persona 4 on switch It's easy money. It is easy money. I don't understand why. (laughs) I don't understand why Atlas doesn't do these things. Cause I know for a while, a lot of us thought that, you know, maybe there was some sort of deal with PlayStation to like not put them on Switch, which I think could be true for Persona 5 maybe, but like Persona 4, just, just put it on Switch. Like I don't see why PlayStation and Sony would still be like, you know what? You can't put Persona 4 Golden on Switch, especially when it's already on Steam. I just... It's a lot. <laughs> Atlas makes a lot of weird decisions that I will never understand. And I think I just have to accept that. But anyway, yeah. Persona 3 Dancing Game I've ha- I had a lot of fun with. I got the Platinum for it. And now I'm working on the Persona 5 Platinum. Which is pretty cool. Um, I've also been playing Worlds End Club. I'm almost at the end of it. I'm probably gonna finish it today or tomorrow, this weekend, whatever. It's pretty good. Uh, The platforming, (laughs) the platforming isn't the best. Like, the gameplay isn't the best. It's nothing to, like, it's nothing uh, amazing. (laughs) It ranges from being, like, good, like, oh, this is, like, kind of peaceful, kind of, you know, whatever. Like, I'm enjoying myself, to being like, eh, like, this is okay, to being like, oh, this is so fucking annoying. (laughs) So, no, gameplay is definitely not the strong suit of World's End Club, but I really like the style of it. I like the music. I like what's going for. It is an Uchikoshi game. Uh he It's not Team Zero Escape Game, but it is an Uchi Koshi game. And it shows. Maybe I'll do like a World End Club spoiler cast at some point. I don't know. We'll see. Because I do there are some things that are very Uchikoshi that are in there. Like right now I'd probably give it like a 7 out of 10, I'd say. Um it would be an eight out of ten, but I think the gameplay is, the gameplay is just me you know so whatever it's fine i'm enjoying my time with it i don't regret my purchase it's the only new game <laughs> that i bought this year i'm hoping to get to near replicant soon actually but yeah as of now world end club by default is my game of the year <laughs> but yeah i'll let you guys know more about that when i finish it so that's, that's the end of that segment so now, question segment. So this is actually a question that I asked you guys on Twitter. Because I've been playing the Persona Dancing games lately, It's it's been on my mind. I wanted to know, what do you guys think is the best Persona soundtrack? And I only gave the options of three, four, and five, because those are the only ones that I've played. So I feel like those are the only ones that I can give, like, a real opinion on. And I'll give you guys my answer first, so... The reason why I asked the question was because for me it's between persona 3 and persona 4 it's just so hard to choose like <laughs> like I feel like it almost depends on like the mood you're in or the vibe you're going for because they are so different like persona uh, not persona 5 persona 3 is more like almost like R&B. like it's very like chill but then there's also like the mass destruction it's it's just really good you guys and then persona 4 is more like theme because that's the theme of the game you know um persona 5 is obviously jazzy um i don't know I, I don't have strong thoughts for persona 5's music um so for me it's between persona 3 and persona 4 i really love those soundtracks they get stuck in my head and i'm also counting these at, for like the spin-off games as well so like when i'm th- saying persona 3 i mean persona 3 Fez, uh persona 3 portable especially uh the dancing games uh persona 4 persona 4 golden Kind of Persona 4 Arena, but also, man, I don't really know if I'd count that, because it is very different, but the Persona 4 dancing game, you know, you get the gist of what I'm trying to say here, but it's so hard to choose. I think there are strong suits in every game, is what I will say. So, like, Persona 5 has some bangers. Persona 5 has some really strong bangers, like Life Will Change, Last Surprise, Rivers in the Desert, um, but other than that, <laughs> like... Uh Sweatshop is another good one. Uh the one that plays in the Airsoft shop, uh, with EY. Um, there's some good songs in Personify. Like there's some fucking bangers. But (laughs) as a whole, just for me personally, I guess it's just not my taste. Um, like a lot of the music that plays when you're just kind of like chatting with your party members, like you're at school, you're just like you're doing social links. The dungeon music doesn't really stick out to me except for a few exceptions it's just, it it never, it never got me like the other games did, and honestly, I think a big reason for this is, you know, a lot of my favorite songs in, like, Persona 3 and Persona 4 are the ones that play when you're, like, out and about, so, like, in Persona 4, like, Heartbeat, Heartbreak, Your Affection, Signs of Love, in Persona 3, you have, like, the song that plays in the mall, I don't, I can't remember what they're called, Moon Reaching to the stars something like that (laughs) that one's really good but like there's there's some good songs in persona 3 and persona 4 when you're like out and about but then with persona 5 uh there's the one that plays all the time but that's the problem is that plays all the time and I, i don't really get sick of it but i just wish there was more variety in the songs that play like you know after school when you're about to do your social links and trying to find something to do i don't know persona 5 just it's it's never been for me When I first played it, I really loved it, but it just, I don't know. It hasn't aged the best for me, personally. But that's, let's not go too in-depth about that. We're only talking about the music here today. It's like Persona 4. The strengths of Persona 4 are those daily songs, like I mentioned. Like, Your Affection, Signs of Love, Heartbeat, Heartbreak. Those songs get stuck in your head, and they are really good. But Persona 4's weak spot is, like, the normal battles. Not the boss battles. Boss music is good. The Almighty slaps... Um, like same with like the shadow music, I can't remember what's called right now. But the ones that play during like normal boss battles as well. But the normal battle music's like Reach Out to the Truth, Time to Make History. They aren't my personal favorites. I think they're the weakest out of um, you know the Persona games battle music. I really do. But I really like the dungeon music in Persona Four. Um, you know the song like the songs that play in the sauna in Yukiko's castle in Naoto's, like, Secret Lab. I really love those songs. I think that they are really good. You know, Heaven. (laughs) There's- those songs are really strong as well. And then with Persona 3, I think Mass Destruction is probably the best out of, like, the battle themes. Um, Last Surprise is also up there. I don't know. It's between them. It's really iconic. I love it. Like, I just feel like Persona 3 as a whole is more- it's probably the most well-rounded- out of all the soundtracks, like I can't really, I struggle to find a weak point with Persona Three soundtrack. I think that its high points are like "Burn My Dread," <laughs> obviously. But you know what I'm trying to say is that all the games have their strengths and weaknesses when it comes to soundtrack, and so I guess it really just depends on you know your personal taste, what vibe you're going for, but also like just what music you prefer. Like, is it the songs that play when you're doing your social links? Is it the ones that play when you're in battle? Like, I'm really curious to know what you guys think. Like, what are some of the best songs in each Persona game? And maybe um, I can ask you guys that on Twitter. <laughs> and you guys can let me know, and we can maybe discuss it next week. But, like, let me check, uh, actually, the Twitter the Twitter poll and some of your guys' responses that uh, were made for that question when I asked it yesterday. Let me see. I gotta scroll a bit. I gotta scroll a bit. Okay. So, yeah. of you guys said that Persona 5 has the best music. (laughs) And I was like, guys, like, y'all, what do you mean? (laughs) I get it. Music taste is subjective. Like, I'm only joking when I roast you for, like, liking Persona 5 music. (laughs) But, um, it's not my favorite, so I was surprised. I thought more people would say Persona 4, honestly. I knew Persona 5 would be up there, but I thought it'd be, like, a closer tie with Persona 4. Uh, So 64% of you said Persona 5. 23% of you said Persona 4. I thought that would be a lot higher. I think it was a lot higher at one point, but, um, it's gone down. And then 13% of you said Persona 3. So I don't know if it's just that people haven't played Persona 3 because, like, I don't know, y'all. Y'all gotta play Persona 3 if you haven't played Persona 3. But, like, mm, at the same point, I'm like, what if they do a remake? Maybe you should wait. So I don't know. (laughs) If you're at all interested in Persona 3, I do recommend it. But also, like, I'm holding out for a remake. Like, that's why I don't want to replay it, because I'm, like, I want to believe. I want to believe that they will remake it. Or at least, like, if they announce they're putting Persona 3 Fez on, like, Steam or, like, PSN, I might do that. But, like, for now, I'm, like, please give me a remake. (laughs) Please give me a remake. It's what I need. It's what I need. But, you know, that's not my question today. (laughs) But, um, there's some other people. Let me see. I'm trying to read y'all comments. (laughs) I like this one (laughs) because this is how I feel. Uh, SSJ underscore, I think it's co-ops or coops, I don't know, um, said, anyone that voted five is either lying to themselves or hasn't played any other persona. Four and three are goaded, which is how I feel. That's how I feel. (laughs) So I agree with that. But then let's bring in a different perspective here. So let me see. So Symphony's Bliss Said, Persona 5's music was just so fantastic. I love 3 and 4's OST as well. And I've definitely heard every song more than enough. Some tracks from each game are definitely better than Persona 5's, but God, I love P5S soundtrack, which, you know, I can see that. Like, it is about music taste. Like, it's not really, like, cut and dry. Like, this is better than this. Because it is, at the end of the day, all subjective. There's no objectivity when it comes to this stuff. So let's just stop pretending like there is. <laughs> But yeah, a, d- a different perspective for sure. Um, but I do agree, like, there are some tracks in each game that are definitely better than others. This is the case for every single game. So I guess it just depends, like, for me, if I were to say that Persona 5 was my favorite soundtrack, I would be talking specifically about the banger songs. Like, Last Surprise, Rivers in the Desert, Life Will Chains. I I think those three songs are better than the majority <laughs> of like, Persona 3 and Persona 4 soundtrack, track, but I think as a whole, I prefer the other two. So, yeah, just really interesting stuff, really interesting stuff. So, thank you to everyone that replied to that, by the way. From here on out, I'll, like, tweet that's a podcast question, just so you guys know. <laughs> but, um, I really like talking to you guys, so that's, that's the question segment for this episode. Thank you so much. If you made it this far, like, shout out to you. <laughs> um... I really, really appreciate it. Um, This is my first time hosting a podcast, and I don't know how often this is going to be. Right now, I'm thinking every two weeks, just until I get the hang of it, because, like, it is going to take some time, probably, question mark, to, like, edit it and get it up. Um, So right now, I'm hoping to, you know, put out the next episode in two weeks, but I'll keep you guys updated on Twitter and, you know, on Discord if you're there. (laughs) But yeah, I think... I think that's the end of this episode. I don't think I have anything else to say. So, like, really thank you so much. And, you know, if you are listening, if you have made it this far, if you have any feedback, please let me know. Please reach out to me. You know, leave a review if you liked it. (laughs) But, you know, if there's something that you want to see in the podcast, let me know. I appreciate all the feedback I can get because I am very new to this. And I want to do the best that I can for all of you. So, thank you so much. I really, really super-duper appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you so much for your support. It really means the world to me that you guys are even at all interested in listening to me ramble about games for, like, what we're at, like, 47 minutes almost. So, it means the world to me, and I want to keep doing this. Um, If you want to keep up with me and you actually don't know who I am, and you're actually not already following me, if you, like, somehow stumbled across this podcast and you don't follow me on Twitter yet... Um, you can follow me on Twitter. I am at Emmy Luna Games. Um, I also stream on Twitch, which is Emmy Luna Games. I'm on Instagram, which is Emmy Luna Games. <laughs> I'm everywhere as Emmy Luna Games. So thank you so much for listening, <laughs> and I will see you next week. Who? May, not next week, but maybe two weeks. Two weeks. I gotta, I gotta train myself to so say two weeks instead of next week. But thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Who knows what a next podcast will bring. (laughs) Who knows what gaming news will have happened. And uh, what games I will be playing what games I finish. Because, like, I'm going to finish the Persona Dancing Games and World End Club pretty soon. So, um, I'll be playing new stuff probably by the next episode. So, that should be interesting. But, once again, thank you. I will see you next time. I I appreciate you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Luna's Galaxy. Bye-bye.